Hello and welcome to this episode of No Blasters with me, Karen Bartlett. Today's guest is boxing superstar Sean McComb. This Make guy, that one. I know it's good, isn't it? Um, I'll I'll come up with all different ones. Um, I'll, you you near sometimes I go like I'll go like superstar, and then other times it could be like hero or like titan or something. Anyway, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Manscaped.com. Very nearly, yep, Manscaped.com. Uh, Manscaped uh, basically provides uh, the very best in male below-the-belt grooming. If you're below-the-belt area, it looks like a fucking bit of Amazon rainforest, and you think, I'm going to go in there and deforest it. This is the way to do it, lads. You want to get the performance package you want to get, which comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker 2.0. Lawnmower is the for your pubes, Weed Whacker's for your neb and your ears. You can get all these different things now with it as well, where you can get like a so there's a hedger which is like a beard trimmer in general. Fucking, you can do your head with it if you want. That's what I do. And uh, there's the other one. What do you call that newish one? The the wee the wee baby one. That's like handyman. The handyman. We travel. We dirty one for your bake. Um, and it's a all the products are class. The the ball deodorant is a lifesaver uh, and a wife saver in many ways. Uh, you want to be sharing that bag with somebody, hand them a clean one, you know what I mean? Don't be handing out your fucking smelly pee bag to somebody. And then and then, uh, you can also get the ball toner, which is just for wee spritz, wee spritz on the boys. Maybe you've been maybe you've been at work, but you're going out and you don't have time for a shower, spritz them. It's for yourself. It's also, do you ever sit down and the waft happens? Do you ever waft? Maybe it's a fat guy thing, I don't know, but sometimes... Here, I'll tell you what, you know what you don't want? You don't want to eat some mackerel in the morning and then not shower before going out and the waft. You don't want that. So get a wee spritz on with the ball the ball toner. I highly recommend using Manscaped. Go over to their website. If you're going to buy stuff, use the code NOBLASTERS20. That's the word, all one word, NOBLASTERS and the number 20 for 20% off and free shipping over at manscaped.com. We love them. They love us. Today's episode also sponsored by Joxer. Joxer is a sensational restaurant. They have a, a location here in Hollywood. They have one in Bangor. They have one in Royal Hillsborough. Right? This is a fantastic place. It's the home of chaffles. You go in, you get chicken, you get waffles, you get sriracha, you get maple stuff, you get a wee cinnamon butter. Tell you what else you get. A big smile on your back. It's a great time. Joxer is dog friendly. It's human friendly. They do coffees, teas, all like the barista bar stuff. They do cocktails. They open every day from 8 until 4, and then Thursday through Sunday, they open from 5 until 8. Use uh, resdiary.com if you would like uh, to book a table there. You go on the resdiary, you type in Joxer, it asks you which one you want to go to. You pick a table, pick a time. It's class. Uh, Joxer loves us. We do, uh, I, I'm going there today. I'm going to go and get a wee Caesar salad today. It's going to be a good time. I swear to God, that's what I'm getting. I'm not, I, I swear to God, I'm getting a Caesar salad. Comes out, it's stressed, do we egg on it and all. It's lovely. Go to Joxer. Last thing, check out our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash no blasters from as little as £3 a month. You get access to all the previous uh, material we've put out. There's like two years of stuff on there now. Um, so you get an episode of No Blasters Extra Time every Thursday, which is a full podcast, video podcast, and audio version if you want it. You get announcements you get pre-gig sales like see for this waterfront gig it's coming up never mind the mock blame patreon pre-sale the day before general sale with a discount on the tickets what else do you 
what else do you even want? Then you get uh, Smells Bitchin', which is a cookery segment. You get Noodle Bar stuff, which is a musical segment. Live stream. It's fucking great. We're doing live streams now. EAFC24. We come in here. It'll be me, three other idiots, four other idiots sometimes. And we'll do play FIFA and just talk shit for an hour and a half. It's brilliant. All the specials go straight on there as well. So all the comedy specials we've done, all the big shows are on there at patreon.com forward slash no blasters. Now, let's get stuck in this episode. We were just talking there. I, I wanted to tell you a wee tale. So last night, I went to see Miriam Margulies in uh, the Waterfront Hall. Now, there's a whole story of woe behind this because Chloe loves Miriam, right? And so do I. But Chloe really loves her and I sort of just like her, right? But it was a great time. But what happened was I got Chloe tickets to see her in Dublin before I knew she was playing in Belfast. And I was like, do I really want to drive to, Bel- to fucking Dublin when I could have just seen her on the waterfront? So I pulled a move, right? And I said to my management here, sort me a wee waterfront ticket and I'll get rid of these other ones, right? And I thought I'll sell them back to Ticketmaster. But I left this move too late. So I just ended up giving them to a patron. But anyway, for free, because I'm fucking sound. Uh, but anyway... Went to see her on the waterfront. It was brilliant, right? And uh, it, she was really, really funny. And the guy interviewing her, an actor from here called Fra Fee, was really good. And can sing like fuck, by the way. He sang a wee song and all. It was brilliant. So anyway, what a lovely time. We realized this was on Halloween night. We realized we were walking over the water, waterfront and St. George's Market was open. So I thought, let's go and have a wee Halloween down around her, right? Chloe had never really been to it before. I've been to it for work purposes. And I, I like it. But I've never, I haven't been. And... To be fair, the last time we went for work stuff, it was like on a Friday, I think. And it was really busy during the day. And it was like, I, I fucking ruined that, right? Like, I could, I, I'm trying to film a thing. I know it sounded like a knob, but it was like, I'm trying to film stuff. And like, any time I go to speak, people are like, Wager! In the background. Or like, Bunter! So like, it was weird. Anyway, what a lovely time walking around. But when we got there, there was a guy on the door. Now they were charging in a pound on the door. Because it's like, charity thing guy goes pound in for charity and i go going you could also just be a guy saying that but whatever and i went yeah no problem i never have cash on me like i, I hate i hate it but i did have a stray tenor the only the only the only places that i go to that you have to pay cash are the barbers and the chinese so you know if i have cash on me i'm going to one of them and i cut my own hair so you know i'm going to the chinese <laughs> right now <laughs> Can I have a chime in, please? <laughs> so, so uh, I had a straight tenner on me from the other day, and I went, Chloe goes, if you cash, and I went, fucking like, so I look at my wallet, and all the wee fucking butterflies flew out of it, and then, and then I went, no, and I found this tenner, and I went, fucking right, and I go, yep, there you go, go to hand the guy a tenner, and in my head, I'm thinking, take five, mate, it's for charity, right? And he looks at me, I hand him a tenner, and he goes, I went, give me my change, you fucking rat, right? <laughs> That's how it works. I give you I give you more than it costs, you give me back the difference, right? He has one of them wee lockboxes in front of him, filled with money, by the way, from the thousands of people who have been in, right? I mean, this guy was an absolute robbery target. Like, I actually, for a split second, considered robbing him. And then I went, you know, somebody will go, Karen Bartlett robbed him. And I went, it was a guy in a Karen Bartlett costume. It was Halloween. Anyway, right. <laughs> I, I, and he looks at me and he has the tenor in his hand and I go, and he just looks at me and I went, <laughs> and he goes, do you have a uh, pound coins? And I went, no, that's the only cash I have. And he goes, 
I may get you the change. I'm like, oi, oi, you've bags of money. He opens the box in, takes the bit out that has bags of coins. And there's fivers. And I'm like, give me a fiver, you can't, right? And uh, do you know what ended up happening? I just went, he starts going, opening it all slow. And I went, do you know what, I'm going to take a tenner, right? And he, and he goes, are you sure? And I went, I'm sure I want to go in before it's closed. <laughs> and, he, and he just went, I'm like, no, you're not even taking, so you're taking my full tenner, but not my banter. Nah, hope you die. I hope, I hope something awful happens to you on the way home. And then I went, that's not a very Christian thought. And I annoyed myself. And then I had to go and get chocolate to take that pain away. But it was, what a great time. People like him could, you should have hired him. He just conned me. You should have hired him. Imagine, imagine. If, if you, you get merch, imagine you're you selling know, merch, merchandise, right, at one of your shows. Like, absolutely. Come on, they're going to make you a fucking. It's, it's 12 quid, I've only a 20. Ah, I'm going to do, do you know, do you know what it was? Do you know, it's actually a talent to have such a, and this is a great phrase, by the way, a money cunt face. It's so money that you just go, I'm paying you a tenner for something that costs two pounds, so don't have to look at that big. Yeah. That's that's what happened. Because he was literally going, I'm going, five are there and like, three of these. People like that make you feel like a tramp. Yeah. Ask them for your change. You I know, yeah. Money. That's what he did to me. Like, that's what he did. That is a talent. Like and that. you know what? I don't know what charity it was for. I mean, he, he could literally, he could literally be giving that money to fucking Pedos Anonymous and I wouldn't know. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that is a charity, by the way. But he could be doing. Do you know what I mean? He could. He could be. He could be giving that the uh, fucking a neo-Nazi charity. I don't know. He probably isn't. It's but there should be. There should be advertising the charity. Like. You should definitely. You can't just go. Yeah, it's for it, charity. You need to get like a. You need to get the go-ahead by a charity to just do an event, don't you? So usually, if you're doing it right, he could just be going. This is for charity, and it's for the. Guy with the money box benevolent fund, you know what I mean? Where that's just what's the charity? His fucking pints, you know what I mean? Pints. He made he made eat a few grand that box. Something going on there, like. Do you ever see when you know movies? Whenever like they give you like a you know oh there's a case of money, and you're like you know there's a million in there, and you're like there's not because a grand is bigger than that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a grand is a lot of notes, right? So like especially if it's in fibers, and uh. I looked, I, I looked in, in that box briefly and went, there's a few grand on there. I'm not a cunt. Just stand there. Anybody comes in with a fucking Stanley knife, it's all gone. They're Why do I think that way? They're probably run by the, like the black taxi company. Oh, man. It you can't rob Evans. It re- it, uh, yeah. yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. You, you rob them of the money and they'll take your soul in return yeah. for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what you got. I love the way you said that. It sounds like a taxi man. I love the way you said that. Because when you get a black taxi at Wayne Rock Road, and they're like, 130, you give them 150, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to ask you, can you receive it? You're going to receive it like a 20-page change, and they're like, oh. He's just here to start again. That's why people do runners. Oh, that's fucking mental. That's so funny. Just go and do a runner. See that. See that. <laughs> we have black taxi see that fucking uh, I remember so I the one I would have had to get is like the rarest black taxi I think that I have the Ladybrook one there's only I th- so they have a, they have a it comes a, every fucking two weeks 
So you would get them Lily doing... Brooks are rich. Again, rich area, where's Belfast? Rich. Lily Brooks is rich. It's not rich, but it's... No, it's not rich. Put it this way. When you tell people you're from Lady Brooks, they go... If you go... Sorry, yeah, it's BTK. See if you say this is it. If you go, I'm from West Belfast, somebody goes, where about you? You go, Black Road. They go, you're not from West Belfast. I'm from it, I'm not of it. Mate, that's so true. So yeah. but, but Lady Brick don't get black taxis. See, the, do you remember? Do you remember that you would get them doing, uh, like you would get them doing signs? Do you, do you ever see us? The Twinbrook uh, and fucking pole glass. <laughs> oh no, pole glass. Pole glass yeah. Uh, I don't. L Lanathan. What's Lanathan? Must be a big fucking L. <laughs> big L. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you get them. Do you remember? Like the I don't know. They still do this. They used to have like all the wee cards at the oh, front of their the car, front. and we just change it. They've changed the right yeah, yeah. so depending on who was going where, <coughs> we just yeah. change it. They used to yeah. drive towards the bottom right rack. You thought you were going and to pull glass. And if they seen a big massive queue standing bottom right <laughs> rack, and there's only three people in the time, you go, where are you going, love? <laughs> pull glass, are you right? You're on the third floor. Just swing around. You'll be on two. I love that, mate. Do you know what else? Remember, like, you would get in, oh, mate, did you ever do this? This is... This is potentially a fact guy thing, I don't know. Did you ever get into the black taxi and the only chair left is the fully down one? And you're trying I, I I would get real like so awkward getting into one of them because I'm trying to be quick and not bang into anybody. So I would go to sit down and you sit down too soon and it just goes like this, right down the back of your legs. Down the back of your calves. Oh, you go to sit down, it just goes, and you just have to go. It's it's the worst pain you've ever had in your life. You just have to go. Everybody's like looking at you in the back of a taxi going, what the fuck's wrong with you? And you're like, I, I would literally rather shit myself than fucking, oh, it's the worst. Oh, man, I haven't been a black hack in fucking years. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I don't have to do, I used to hate missing a bus because the Ladybird buses were all the time. The taxis were rare, but they were on the odd time, like they'd be like, oh, the buses are off or something. You're like, Fuck me, you go out for the black hack like I um, remember I got into a taxi before and I was drenched, soaking wet, right. soaking in the fuck and then I got into a taxi on the way to Rock Road to go home and I mean I was soaked to death. I should have yeah. just walked, I was already soaked, <laughs> like I couldn't get any water and yeah. I got in and some girl an older woman like just looked up and she just started she just started laughing. <laughs> and she was like I was like I was only like third year in school yeah, yeah. and I was like, Fuck she laughing at I was like, what is it? And she was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. You just remind me of someone, you're so, I'm sorry. And I was going, that's funny. And she just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. The whole way home, she just turned and looked out the window and just, and I could hear and see her like shaking. And I was like, what the, f-? I felt like fucking battering her. <laughs> From there enough that day onwards, I was nearly going to fucking, only I needed to use black taxi. I know, mate, them. they're so I had her boycotted them just fat. I fucking see the lady work boss, mate. It, it really ranged as well. There was there was this great time when they got like new buses, so you could either get an epic new bus where everything was fresh as fuck, or you're literally getting on a fucking troubles oh, wagon, like you know what I mean. Oh mate, and seats smell like fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just fucking stinking. Or like, did you ever? I I remember this as well from the school bus as well, where you get on it and there's like a damp smell just on the bus, and then all the all the the worst combination is if you're sitting on a bus for a long time and because where I live I'm usually the last stop so it was like uh, you'd be on it for a while and the steam of other people just oh, sticks to the windows someone someone farts someone opens a chip 
someone opens an orange and you're like, oh, this fucking combo of smells is fucking rank. Oh, I don't miss any of that. Like. I don't really know if we're moving in the right direction in terms of public transport. The gliders now, I don't know if you've seen it or you get, if you've got this, but through like WhatsApp groups, there's just murder. All the kids are going, but they need a fucking seen, security I've seen job. videos of people there going There needs to be security nuts, yeah. on them fucking gliders. There's kids going nuts. I don't, I don't get the, the brand of the glider. I remember when people started talking about the glider before it was really in. I was going, is this going to be like a tram or like, you know, thought. like the Lewis or something down in Dublin? I was going, is that what this is? And then when I realized it's a bus with big hubcaps, uh, I was like, it's a fucking bus. It's just a bus. And people are going, oh, but it goes from west to east and east to west. Away the south to north. And I'm like, I a bus though. Uh, they took away the, the roundabout of Kennedy Way for it. And that, that was the mate, worst thing that, ever happened. That, that I would is, rather go back to smelly that, bus seats. And mate, I know. See that that roundabout. I mean, that being that is like that's probably one of the, that's probably like the worst thing that's happened. The West, West Belfast since yeah, <laughs> yeah, the worst thing that's ever happened. Uh, it's so it's so grim there, isn't it? You just oh, sit forever now. Sit there and two cars you're three at a time. Oh when man, you're I fucking. Oh. Do you know what I? Oh, I did a wee move yesterday through there. I lot mate. I never do this, but I've recently become a baller and I have a nice new car. So I fucking, mate, I caught in through Asda yesterday. I was trying to get down Kennedy oh, Way, God. down on the motorway again after I dropped Aaron Butler off at his gaff. Fucking, mate, I drove like a smick through Asda, <laughs> one-handed like that. I never do that. Windows down. You know what I mean? Fucking, fucking scooter out the window. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, it was so good. Uh, here, it cuts off. Oh, Going through Asda, cuts off fucking through, 10 minutes. Like. Oh. Um, that is rare. I hear that. Your bus lane driver, like I just bus lane, and then and I was driving by a mate <laughs> outside the morning garage. He was sitting in traffic, uh, and it was just going to pull up as they got. And he's like, "You bus lane?" I like, "Mate, I don't drive normal." And so I just bus lane the back street. I was like, "See, the only time there's a camera over there is after four p.m. outside the back <laughs> of Ireland." So I know, I know the roads like a back of Ireland. Like, oh, he's like, "You shares me all or something." He's like, "Fuck, I can't risk it." I'm just aware. That's close. Oh, mate, I uh. I used to, we used to go to the Menin after, mate, we used to, we used to go to Mass in St. Michael's every Sunday, right? And I'd just be, I'd be just sitting there going, we're going to the fucking shop. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is getting a wee comic or some wee magazine, you know, one wee book and a fucking packet of crisps or something like <laughs> Worked out great for me. Um, Catholic guilt and the weight problem, but uh, yeah, it's great. I uh, don't, I don't miss going there. At a mass on Sunday and that. We used to go on the big. We obviously we went to Holy Trinity mass, but I used to go on the big for mass, and then it was all these questions. <laughs> on the, on the big, so mass. it was like a Sunday thing. My granny and granny used to go mass. They expect you to go, yeah. And then my man, that my man, my dad wasn't really. He didn't cover it, but my dad was like, you, you make sure you get the mass." And I was like, "Hanging on down." She's like, "No, wait, man, hanging on down." So I used to run on down. Mm. And then the bottom shops and her floors. Mm. I used to hide in the corner <laughs> and wait the my man bypassed. And I was like, "Right, that's me. I've got to go ahead." Then when she was in the mass, I used to run down, peek my head through the door, see who was giving the mass, because there was a couple, a couple of different priests, and what colour is we gown was, whatever, whatever it's called. So I, when she asked me, who was doing the mass then? Oh, right, I yeah, said, yeah. Father Ross, what colour gown? I said, purple. And she was like, I, don't like, I didn't see you, I was up the front. I, I remember when, when like, it, <laughs> we did that a few times, like, we're, me and my brothers, maybe, what do I say, we were walking around. So we walk around the mass, and uh, and and then maybe just like not go, but you would go in and briefly look at the leaflet because the questions we would get hit with was what was the gospel, and you'd be like, 
fucking see I got away with it. Wedding Kenny. I don't you know? really know any per I went in high school. Ah. So I didn't we didn't do religion, funny enough. Oh they're not doing it in the bond school, no? Nah, they didn't Well, they didn't do it in secondary school. It's not a religious school. Oh, so right, it's, okay. a, it's a I don't know why. It's they do religion but it's it's like it's not it's not, not, it's not, it's not, not I, I know what you mean. Well we we I like don't, I don't know any per still this day. Oh man, it's fucking it, it used to fucking it, it, there was there was a time when I didn't mind it, but it, it melted me most of my life, like, to be fair, having to go, like, because I felt like I, I wasn't choosing to be there for a lot of it. <laughs> you just, it's you just a damn get, too, now. You I just think. get fucking woke up. I know. Oh, my life. There was a time when I didn't mind it, though, when I was quite young, obviously. You just go, oh, this is what we do. Oh, and then you start getting a bit older, you go, I'd sort of just, more, yeah, goals on Sunday, the one I miss up, you know what I mean? It's, a, it's definitely a damn breed. Like, ah, it's fucking, there used to be a time you couldn't get a seat. I know, man. Huh? If you walk in, it's fucking empty. Nah, it's like you can't get a fucking priest. I know. For fucking e- even like, I remember my makeup married in, in Holy Trinity Chapel. Like, you friend of mine was getting married, and, and all the lads were in the green hut across the street drinking <laughs> during the ceremony. That fucking, uh, oh, mate. I, I was like, what the fuck? That's one of them. That's one of them. We. Like, fucking me, sure got a Fuck that. Everyone was just over drinking when it was over. That's one of them. Uh, that's one of them social clubs that if you're not from around there, right. you, somebody goes, do you want to go for a drink? Or you're like, nah, nah, nah I'm good. Exactly I uh, I played for a football team there briefly in, in Turf Lodge when I was a wee boy because um, my my mate's dad ran it, but they were they lived opposite me, but they were from Turf Lodge. Um, Trinity Lodge, it was called. And um, mate, I was a wee education for me because I was one of them times where I used to think I'm from the West, like, <laughs> and I went down there, you know, I'm going down to play football. I'm going down, like, to play football with wee lads who who are already at the two-foot everybody stage of their career. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just fucking, get the Wait, ball, get fucking two-foot him, fuck him. And I'm sitting there going, what, what, what is it? I'm sitting there going, you know, are we, are we, are, are we all going to sing together before we, go on, before we go on stage? You're like, it's a fucking pitch, you cunt, you know what I mean? <laughs> So we're going to need the warmer vocals up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't believe I I was involved in that team for a while, and I remember like we played. Oh mate, a couple of funny things happened when I was playing for that team. So like, uh, one day I was standing there, and we we'd already played. Yeah, we'd already played our game, so we played against Moyard, right, and they were hacking bastards, right. And I think it finished two each. <laughs> And uh, one of them, one of them, and, and I mean, mate, what age even was I? Like, I don't even think I was, I might have been nine or ten. And one of the wee lads in our team fully just dropped his bags at us. Like, and just went, <laughs> and I remember literally going, what the fuck's happening here, right? This was at like half time in the game. I was going, this is fucking mental. And then uh, after that game, we were watching like on their... Whatever it was, like we were, I think if we were under 10s, we're standing watching like under 14s or something. And somebody like just swings a ball from another pitch behind us. And just, you just hear somebody going, heads. And then next thing I'm out, (laughs) heads, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking just collapsed. Yeah, I mean, I was only a wee kid, so I got totally twatted by it. And I remember like sort of going, "Mm," you know, and like our coach and like, all the way lads in my team were like, Jesus Christ, Portland, you're in. All them like, mm, you know what I mean? But uh, mate, that was fucking mental. It's mental. Like we used to train down in the Falls Park, and um, I remember like it was class because when we started that, we were training over the summer, 
and it was, so was brilliant. Like, and then made see once I got in the winter. Oh my god! I obviously we. I was just like, and I I I became like, I was I was sort of living like a double life when I was in that team because at home I'm sitting there going, yes, mother, right? It wasn't even that posh, but I was just sitting there going, I I. Definitely wouldn't have sworn, and then when I'm out in the fucking pitch, yeah. I was a wee mouth because I learned it. I learned nearly all of it off this one week. Kid was called something Lachlan, everybody called him Lockie, and he was a mouth. And I mean, mate, he was like, he was like a mouth, and we were like nine. He was like a proper like. He was, but he was amazing at sovereign. Do you know what I mean? No, like, were afraid of me. Probably wasn't even good at football, but they were probably afraid. Of everyone was shitting. So it'd be like. You know, one of the coaches or something would be like, Lockie, you know, drive it, drive it, son, you know, fucking hit it a bit, hit it a bit harder. And he'd be like, fuck up, you. And I'd be going, and he's like, hey, hey roll people, fuck up. And I'm going, this kid's fucking mental. I'm standing there going, yeah, I'm going, what's he got? He's going to be an arch criminal when he's 15. So he fuck up, you. All that, and all that type of banter. I was like, it's fucking mad. I loved it, though. It was class. The days, yeah. the How long? What 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 age were you at when you would have started boxing? Run. Jesus. I had my first fight when I was eight. Your yeah. first fight, like Aww. Jesus Christ. My like. I remember because it was two thousand. It was year two thousand, so it was twenty three years ago. Fuck me. We got a holy Trinity got a, a a new boxing club, club right. built, and it was just ransacked with fucking kids from their floods. So right. I mean, it was just packed. Every single person in Turf Lodge is definitely box at one stage. Right. And then over time, you'll see people down away, down away, down away, uh, because yeah. it was just competitive. Was just and we were just fighting like fucking, and people enjoyed it, people didn't enjoy it. But obviously, it was in my family, and also, I was just, uh, just going to stick at it. But that's fucking mental. <laughs> but it's like, mad because just, it just goes to show you, like, there was loads, like you say, loads of fucking mouth pieces. We'd probably be all were, including me, like, mm. at that age, growing up. But the real fucking. The hard move pieces who you actually met that stuck it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, 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 the rest of them died <laughs> off. And then as you grew older, you knew who were fucking full of shit and who wasn't. Aye, aye. <laughs> so, like, now when I look at people, I went, fuck, shit, guys, to be scared of him. Now, nah, it's. Aye, aye. You know what I mean? Aye, no matter. Aye. Like, that's. Uh, <laughs> I think about that sometimes too, about ones like, or was, was lads who were maybe a year or two older than me in our kind of area that used to be like, like, you know, yeah. you had an impression of him being a hood and cunt or something. You were like, I don't really like, he's a rare cunt, like, I'm not going to start on him. And now, whenever I down or past him, it's like, and it's not like I've done anything, it's not like I'm going, I'm a champion boxer, I'll you, you're a cunt. Like, I just uh, walk past him and go, losing cunt. Know, like, you know what I mean? The amount of people who slagged me off whenever I was like a teenager or whatever and learning the guitar, so you're like walking home with your guitar. People used to just shout shit at you, right? Ah. And the amount of them then, do you know, it, it started to come full circle when I had been gigging then. And people, these people would have come over and gone, Oh, me, I live near you. you there was a song, I'd be like, Do you remember you used to call me a cunt every day? Remember that? I remember that. Oh, Fuck yourself. Fuck St- stick your fucking Rod Stewart request down your fucking pipe, you cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh you just. Do, you get them like you do, you're 100% like you fucking. It's mental. Do you, know what, do you know what I discovered recently, by the way? I'd never been in the boxing ring, right? Until um, I was doing a video with Tyrone and Tommy for Tyrone's fight that got fucking cancelled. And um, now that wasn't a full size ring. I think it's a wee bit smaller. But mate, it's fucking small in there. Like, like it looks massive when you're watching. I think, 
But like when you're in there and there's some con coming at you, like it's I know what's what I mean. Mate. Small. They were they were uh, they they fucked about a bit. Do you know what was amazing, right? So they were really fucking about when like uh, I had the pads on, right? And Throne is absolutely fucking about, and he's near breaking my wrists, right? And I'm going, what the fuck? And then Tommy <laughs> took him and goes, right now, fucking hit them, you know, hit me like. And mate, that's when I went, he was absolutely fucking about whenever he did it with me. Because when he let it in, when Tommy was holding the pads, it was real. I made the fucking speed and the power and the sound of it. I was going, fuck. <laughs> and then they were, they were, uh, I was on the side, the like the outside of the ropes. And uh, they did this bit. And I sort of choreographed a wee bit just for a video. Like, I seen a photo and I, yeah, I looked. Like a classic boxing coach, I can just imagine it being like <laughs> the crunk gym, Karen Bartlett, Tyler, and him, knowing the shit, just yeah. watching, like, knowing the, only, the road. The only like. shit I knew was I'd seen Rocky, so I knew you stand like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, mate, he fucking, they were messing about for a bit, but sort of making it look like Tommy sort of comes in at him, and then he turns, sort of turns him and throws yeah. a few digs in, right? And even messing about, I was standing, I've never been that close to it, you see, so like even standing I was just like, the fucking speed of this, and they're just fucking around. So like, the speed of it, because it, it was kind of like whenever we went to when when that event was on, the comedians boxing. The very first fight of that, I know that we were sitting watching it, and when the first fight happened, I went, "Holy fuck, they're actually digging each other!" Like, because I thought it was gonna be a wee bit more bit like more, sparring, uh, but they were fully throwing punches at each other. Sparring. Well, this is the other, this is the other thing as well. I, I didn't realize I that until recently. Like I remember. I brought my missus over to Glasgow and I lived there and I was sparring a guy from Wales. He came up to spar me and I brought Dervla in to watch. I said, come on, go in here and it's up to you. Like, and she was like, yeah, because we live next door to the gym. So she came on in Ivy and she was like, she left at the first round. She's like, Sean, that's fucking full pelt. I was like, I know it's sparring. She's like, and I couldn't believe that she was like, what do you, what do you mean sparring? Sparring is training. Yeah. She's like, oh, I train for a fight. Try and make it as realistic as you can. So yeah. you're like, you're trying to take George's head off oh. like Sean blood everywhere and I was like that's boxing that's <laughs> you fucking punch each other people don't realise because it's sparring but sparring is literally a fight with, with equipment on with a head uh, I, I think I think on. I think most people because I know I definitely did this I thought sparring was 50% type like you know we're not really going to wreck each other but yeah, yeah more tacky yeah. it's more when you're sparring you're way closer to the ring. There's no other noise around, uh, like, like in a, like a, an arena. So people who sit ringside at a fight don't even get half the experience they would get if they went and watched the spar. Uh, so here, here's the, the thing as well. Like see the, see in there, right? So like, I wondered about this. How much, see when you're actually like in a fight, how much are you hearing what your coach and all is shouting at you? I don't hear nothing. Really? Don't, well, you might hear it, but you don't, you don't, you're not processing, you're not processing it. it just and then during stuff. the breaks and the rounds, what's that like when they're talking at you? Are you still just like if sometimes just I be like in the zone, like just like nodding but not listening. But a lot of times, uh, like I would take on board what, what my coach mm. is saying, like I would listen to him, hear what he had to say, and then I'll go out and try and implement that. Mm. But there has been times I remember one time I fought in Ulster Hall, and I, I don't know why I heard this, and I don't know why I can still remember it. Because you don't remember that much going on, mm. you don't remember what people are saying. Um, but I was fighting in Ulster Hall, and all I heard at the end of the round was 
pancake face. <laughs> pancake nose. And I just looked and just sitting basically ring saves Connor Burns. I was just like, fuck's sake. I can I why am I taking that on board? Like pancake fucking nose, pancake face. That's I was like, fuck's sake. I, uh, Cause see see when Mickey was fighting, uh he fought McCarney, didn't he? Yeah. The one one of the things like I, I probably was emotionally engaged in that. I don't know why. It probably is because he's fucking vaguely related to me, right? <laughs> but it was like, I know I was literally shouting shit at Mickey. And I mean, I was in the, like, like where we, it was, it was like as far away as we were when we were doing comedy. It was just on the other side of the ring. So I was like pretty close. Like I'm in the front row, like, and I'm literally yelling at Mickey. And I said to Mickey, and, and it wasn't like, I'm not giving him advice. What am I going to say to him? <laughs> hit him. Don't get hit. Right? I don't have anything, right? Just like encouragement. Yeah. I'm just going, oh, Mickey, fucking beat him. all right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I goes to Mickey. I was like, I disgraced myself shouting it during your fight and all. I go, sorry about that. And he was like, I heard nothing. So I wouldn't worry. And I was like, really? Like, because I was like, I fucked my throat up shouting. Have you experienced friends? Because they, they, obviously they know now that you actually don't hear anything no matter mm. what. Because you're so focused on not getting hit. Nothing mm. else is going on around you it's fucking mad it's it's, it, it is fucking mental like uh, what watching like watching that happen f- for your entertainment if you know what I mean because you're sort of going especially like whenever because it is one thing it's comedians and whatever but like watching like what you do from like the camp and then going in and then and then hearing from Toronto and all about like a, like a fight and all where you go and I watched the thing, your man, what do you call him? Eddie Hearn was on uh Eddie Hearn? Yeah, Eddie Hearn, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the overlap, yeah. What do you call his dad again? Barry. Barry Hearn, right. So Snooker. Um <laughs> Snooker Hearn. Um so he uh I, I watched Eddie Hearn talking about putting fights together and like but saying all, like a lot about how like, you know, how hard it is in terms of like you know, you don't you you know you don't get paid until after the fight basically, yeah. and like how does that fucking like you must love it to be doing it like I it's just no I think it just becomes a way of life mm. like I, you start boxing as a hobby because mm. you enjoy sport or whatever reason same way you play football as a mm. kid some people everyone as a kid wants to be a professional footballer yeah yeah but. When and you, some, when you and know somewhere along somewhere along the way you're told you end, you end up sending the lads in your football team where we all sing and then you get your fuck kicked right? <laughs> um, no I'm only joking but no uh, I know what you mean yeah like, so like you get told one way or another that like, it's not going to be your life for yeah. me it's like <clears throat> I think for boxing the worst thing about boxing is you you make your own decision so you mm. have to make your own decision whether it's going to be your life whereas in football if you're a fucking class of football at a young young age and your coach is like, wait a second, you fucking, you can go somewhere here, your mm. scouts coming to this game, or you need to play at a different level, and then you just go up, and then before you know it, there's scouts coming in, you're getting more like infrastructure around football to get places, that happening. Yeah. These designs are all made dumb, like getting done for you as a boxer, you're just being told, like, you're just boxing. For me, especially, I just boxed as a kid right up, got to like 16, 17, 18, 19. And my dad was like, you going to attack, you going to college? I was like, oh, I was doing a sport diploma in college. And then I got called down to the Irish team to do, like, to be a number two, basically. Right. And uh, I just went down anyway, because you train full time. And I 
that's tack, but my dad annoyed it's tack, and then he fucking went ballistic when he found out. But that was me making my own decision. Like, this yeah. is what I want to do. Yeah. But I wasn't getting paid. Fuck off. No. My dad was like, what, are you, what the fuck? He was driving me to the airport. I was going to Austria to box for Antrim. And he was like, well, when did you get your uh, results in? This was like June. He's like, what results? He's like, results for fucking, for tack for your diploma. He's like, I left. <laughs> I left. <laughs> they went, what? What do you mean you're fucking in your Christ of all? I was like, I live for some in Dublin full time. Like, yeah, fuck, I never told me. I went ballistic. Uh, That's fucking mad. And then the year later, because it was in our full time, our full year is number two, the following year, then I won the Irish Elites and I got a contract in with the Irish team. Right, okay. I was getting paid and then I was away as a full time athlete. That was me making my own decision. This, this is what I want to do. I don't want to work. Mm. This is what I want to do. I don't want a diploma. I want to fucking be a full time mm. athlete and get paid for it. Um, and then I started getting paid and then I turned pro. That was my own decision as what, well. What, how long was it then? How long were you doing? Like, uh, like a uh, amateur for six yeah. years probably on the Irish team right full time like for six years seven years and what's it like going to those competitions and all like they're class they're yeah. best experiences of your life like anyone will tell you that anyone who went through the circuit mm. that, that international circuit will tell you that like, and that's like you're fighting then like more regularly doing oh. that aren't you oh. so you go to major like there was always it was good because we had good company there was me Paddy Barnes Tommy McCarthy mm. and Mick Conlon us four would have shared a room ah. everywhere we went or, or shared the car drove to Dublin the car what was that so like mate that like, must be just like shit like because this is the thing like see see the crack out of out of, out of those specific people oh. as well mate the crack must be unbelievable like, the, the banter was fucking top notch like, and, yeah. and, and that's why you miss it you do miss it because like, people say boxing's a lonely sport it is but seeing that team environment ah yeah it's lonely when you're in the ring, but everything else in between, you're in that wee group environment and you're having a crack together and you're just, you're just doing everything together. And then I mean? see, like, now, then whenever people go pro, does that mean then yeah, it just splits you're off? Own, you're on your own now. Like, you're so, like, you don't train with any ones anymore? Nah, I, tra- I train with Tyrone, like, but I, I used to train with Tommy. Mm. Um, but then when we went, when I, when Paddy went pro first, mm. Paddy went over to Glasgow. And then I turned pro after, and I went over with Paddy. Right. And trained with Paddy, so it was still me, Paddy, and Tyrone. Right, right. So we still had good crack, and still fucking had a laugh in between training and stuff. But basically what happens when you turn up, when you turn pro from amateurs, you just flake out, and you're on your own. Aye. It's more like, it's definitely in the And then, way. see, like, how does it work then, whenever you, you do go pro, and then how many, like... <clears throat> what's the difference, like, in terms of, like, say, the number of fights you're doing in a year? Like, what would you be doing as a pro? Well, starting off for me, my first five months, I have five fights. That's right. fucking that's mad. Loads, that's unheard of. Like, um, people were like, "Fuck me, you're fighting every all week," but it was winning easily, and I didn't really need a break. Mm. Like, they're not challenging fights. I'm not cut. I'm not injured. I'm not, like, so I flew through to be to be honest. But when you get the, like where I'm at now, three three fights a year, mm. probably three, four, four would be max. Like three yeah. would be good. Like good. Like. And then what? What sort of like? What what's like on the horizon then, boxing wise? So, I, I'm f- obviously I fight here now in December. If, if I win December, hopefully my next fight will be a world title in America because yeah. I'm ranked eight now in the world. Mm. If I win in December, I could push me up to five, four, five. Do you know how mental that is though? Like know, you must know that. Like know, like because I think it's mad to think how many. It's it's mad when you think about like how small here is, and then how small Belfast is, how small West is, and you go, how come? All the people. 
out of sure. like west. Obviously, you've got like other yeah, lads like uh, Cardfront or whatever, but Paddy, just small, like Paddy, Tommy, Tommy, Masali. Yeah. There's loads that's, of good. But like for lads all to be like that, like to be to be the best in the world at anything, I know, is unbelievable. But to be the best in the world at something though, that's like as competitive as that, like yeah. individual sport. I just, I think it comes down to the, the grassroots. Like, well taught grassroots and then funding we're, we're mm. very lucky like anywhere in America is a big massive country most of them clubs are a business they're not funded yeah, yeah. they're not funded the way we are um, so Belfast City Council would fund um, Sport Ireland would fund Sport NI would fund mm. boxing clubs are really funded but th- there's a reason because they're doing so well, well they're fucking they're bringing and they in medals and off the yeah. streets and they're giving people opportunities and, and then what's the kids. plan then for like how how far ahead do you look? Or are you just looking at next fight and next nothing fight. else? Nothing else. Because if I don't win the next fight, it means like everything else is after means fuck off. And when how's the training going for us? Going well, going lethal. Are Flat you in the full and fucking the, zone, like, the full camp now? Like, zone, like oh, I've already slapped by in the middle of camp. Only four weeks now to fight, so right. I'm just slapped by. See, the, the, man, the mental side of that though is like, it sort of fascinates me because I don't obviously have that. I don't have that talent. I don't have that problem of needing to go like. I, like the 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 problem the problems that I have about things I need to focus on for brief periods of time mm. isn't you know if I take my eye off it I might lose my eye you yeah. know so it's kind of like totally intense and I find that to be I find it to be kind of fascinating because like because it's so different from what I do but all the boxers that I've met weirdly through doing comedy is the only reason I've met any boxers but all the boxers I've met. These are all sound and funny, and I go, "Where's that? Where's that coming from?" Because I know whenever I feel under pressure, I'm pretty much a ball bag. Like, Probably you know what I mean? Comes from like you're used to. I suppose used to it, though. It's just one of them things. You're used to it. I deal with well. It's fucking. It's pressure, but like, say if I don't train, mm. it's where I fucking come in. I hate training. I'd rather just fight every day or mm. spar every day. See if I get spar every day, I'd be happy. Yeah. So like, you mean like doing like the cardio? No? You see, just going hitting bags, doing pads, doing running, doing strength. They're all bores balls. Or mm. like, I'd rather spar, going on like feet, and it's it's. But you can't do that obviously because you'll burn yourself out. But yeah. The only sparring I've done recently was like you know going between the different cratons on Lisburn Road. <laughs> it's multiple spars, like you know what I mean. Looking for a cook chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's metal they have no cooked chickens back up this one <laughs> see mate there was a day uh, Tyrone was in and he had a couple of cuts on him and I was like what the fuck and he goes sparring and I was like why I is I that happening in sparring not just here this is fucked up I'll show you on the phone this is from one of my fights I paid up yesterday my, my missus sent me look at that fuck that like me that's all that's, that's fucking metal fire it round into the camera if you can this one this one this one Oh, mate. That's fucking mental. So that's what you're up against. I know what that comes from. Head clashes, people clash heads and fucking elbows. And it's, it's not just... You find, like, the certain parts... I mean, the certain parts of your face... Obviously, everyone has a different face, but is it like, you know, you hear about people having, like, a, a glass jar or a fucking pancake nose or whatever, and you sort of go, like, is there... Do you find stuff like that out about yourself that you know is, like, your weak, your weak bit? Eyes, right. I have very sharp fucking eyes, like always yeah. got cut. of like fucking loads of cuts. People, it's like, I suppose it's like any sport. Of what's like, that people like? People have cauliflower ears. And Aye, what's that like though? If that does open, are you going? I'm fucked here. Or are you just no, it doesn't right. even. 
doesn't phase me like people this is what annoys me about combat sports see when people go like and complain uh, like you don't feel that shit uh, when you're so focused you don't feel that shit uh, that's adrenaline stops you from if someone does that against me fighting I'd be like happy days they're fucking bit yeah they're, yeah they're yeah that's good because they're not fucking comfortable uh, and they're bait psychologically. So that's my <laughs> psychological edge. Where if people whack, like if I go boom, head clash, I'll flinch and go like You're back straight on back at blood could be pouring down me and I'm just thinking That's fucking <laughs> he's mad. He's the one that's me. Who's this guy you're fighting now? He, do you know what? He's a good he, he's a good friend of mine. Is he on? And he's uh he was a teammate of mine, we lived together for right. like two and a half years in Glasgow and we sparred hundreds of rounds. So we know each other fucking very well. That's mental. And he knows my strong points and I know his strong points and and it'll be a good fucking tactical That's fight. Fucking but the thing is, obviously, I'm going to go in and fucking try and hit him as hard as I can, as uh, often as I can, and he's going to do the same for me. But see, as soon as the bell goes, when they draw, I'll shake a man's hand. I, I made a few mistakes this year, so <laughs> with, with boxers. So one was, one was that I said to Mick Conlon, I was talking to him a while back about the thing that I always, you know, from my limited experience of of seeing it up close, because I think when you, I used to watch a lot of boxing. Obviously, when I was a kid, and then growing up, we would have had it. Like, but it's on TV, uh, so you've nothing to compare it to, and you just see you see the speed of it on TV and go right, that's boxing. And then, but watching it up close and go, ah, it is different from because I said what I said to Mick was, what is the, for instance, if he wasn't a boxer, and I saw Mick out. Right, and and I go, you know, if he if he swung for me and he wasn't a boxer, I go, what's the difference between you swinging for me, not being a boxer, and being a boxer? And he goes, well, I said because I think it would be speed, and he goes, yeah, it's speed, but also accuracy. And I went right, and he goes, because I'm not. This was a, an amazing quote from him. He goes, like, I'm not trying to like, you know, hit you here with that. Just I'm trying. He's like, I'm trying to hit you there with that, uh-huh. right? And I went right. That's mental. And that freaked me out because I was going, that is mental. And then, obviously, I got thrown to punch me in the arm earlier in the year, which was a fucking absolute nightmare. Uh, a, full, a full nightmare um, for about two weeks. Do you know what was mental about that, though, right? I was going, obviously, it's going to be hard. But I'm go- in my head, mate, this is, this is how... This is like... There, there's, there's this wee space where you have a certain level of intelligence, right? To where you're not, like, a th- you're not thick. But you actually get to a place where you'll do thick things to go, because you're open minded. You go, you go, you go. I'm open minded, so, so people go, "Why would you get a boxer and punch you?" That's stupid. And you go, "But I wanted to know what it felt like, so it's not stupid. I'm open minded. I want to go. Could I take a dig from a boxer? I can't really, right? But like, oh, it was making me go. I'm my theory anyway was they're just people, so it can't be say that much worse than taking a dead arm off my brother or something, right? It was, right? It was. Because it was accuracy. I've and seen the bruise as well. I've seen mate, the, the bruise was so grim. Like, do you know what he, do you know what he really, he bruised me there. <laughs> I swear to God, he bruised me through my arm. And it's not an insignificant arm. Like, do you know what I mean? It was so shit. That was the worst bit was I went, oh, I got home and I went, I feel like I have whiplash, right? There. I'm like, I'm going to do a whipper on this cunt. And then, <laughs> and then, like so it didn't bruise for maybe two days it was just like a lump and I'm going oh fuck it's not that bad maybe it's not going to bruise and then it bruised so bad and then I remember I went to like stick a roll on on or something and went 
he bruised me clean through. <laughs> like, it was so it's grim. But, like, that, see that, like, type of thing where I go, like, I was, I was stupid, like, but it's like, you have to sort of, I mean, this is what I don't understand. I know that it's conditioning and whatever, but how can you take, how can you absorb digs like that? The, glo- the gloves obviously make a difference, but the like... gloves, obviously, but do you know what? I, I know it sounds fucking stupid, but you can punch harder with gloves on. Right, okay. you, you, like, you have to remember, you're protecting your hands too. Right, so okay. So the thrones are obviously thrown, but you can't, like, with, with a burnout, you'll land, like, like yeah. this, but you'll not punch through it. Right, okay. Because you're, you're like, you can nine or... times out of ten, you break your hand. Right. If you punch something relatively hard, aye, bone or aye. even anywhere, you'll break your hand, no matter what. Mm. So even in UFC, they use ME gloves, they'll, aye, yeah. they'll like flick shots out, flick them out. It's very rare that people like... Would that have ever interested you, the MMA stuff, or...? Nah. Just all different combat sports. It's just, it's too, it's, I don't know, it's too technical. I don't understand it. I've never grappled. I've never done any mm. form of wrestling or any form of grappling or any form. Plus, now it's like if, you, if you're, if you're not doing that, you're fucked. Fucking, everyone else has a It's like, it's harder to, Jake, it's harder from going from being a boxer into that than it would be for, say, like somebody who's maybe an MMA fighter who's a striker to go into. Boxing? Uh, I would say it'd be harder for a boxer to go in that because mm. that's why you always see a lot of these cross cross fights between MMA fighters and boxers. It's, well, it's, the, it's, it's, boxing. The, it's the MMA fighter that's going in the boxing. Mm. It's not the boxer that's going in the MMA fighter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so many different fucking... Uh, yeah, nobody, nobody wants to see Floyd Mayweather trying to kick somebody. Rolling about the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, the speed thing is something that just really... Has has recently just from watching them even doing a few bits of stuff on the pads where I was going oh, speed this is fucking crazy like I know it's just pure fucking it's and a lot of it's muscle memory just because you've done so many repetitions you think of twenty what twenty three years I've been boxing mm. how many times I've punched mm. <laughs> in yeah. twenty three years with both hands like what does that even mean then for like what 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 do you think have you ever thought about like what you would do after your fighting career. Would you coach or I have a, I'll coach it, like, and then I've got my own gym now at the minute as well. Mm. So I'll coach, and uh, I'll probably give back. I'll go into holy training and stuff, and mm. maybe do a bit of voluntary work in there, uh. coaching my kids like in the area. But I I love I love boxing like in terms of coaching and all that. I love mm. the the technical abilities of it. But what's your that, what's your go to um, camps over fights over? What happens then? What's the you must you must blow off a bit of steam. Few swallows. Beer garden, hail rainers, Oh, it's mental. Kelly Sellers, lies and rain, sitting lies soaked to death. Don't you? That's a day for beer garden. That's my favourite quote. Waking up, no, oh, wind where the rain's beating off, and I was like, "Fuck, what's man, the, it's a day for beer garden?" What's the? Uh, is is beer the drink? Is it? No, I I think. I, I like hard, but I would have the old Guinness just depending on where I was. Oh. And then I, I, I like whiskey as well. So. Man, I can't. I, 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 I right. So I, I used to. I, no, not really. But I had a few there last week. I was away for a few days. I have a story. I just remembered, right? <laughs> <coughs> so I was away with Chloe uh, for a few days. It was her birthday. So we went to this place down south. It's a hotel that we go to. It's nice. And um, so, so on one of the. 
there's they do a wee deal for you, right? A wee deal where one of the nights so they have two different restaurants in this place, right? One of them is fine dining, right? Which is, you know, you probably need to stick a fucking shirt on the cardigan, right? <laughs> and uh and it's proper like Sorry, so the other one's fine dining, and that's where I'm gonna tell you about anyway. The other one is a brasserie, which is just like a nice restaurant, yeah. and it's more a bit more Casual. informal. But Casual. the f- fucking food and it's unreal, right? But this place, the fine dining one, the food is unreal, but the ser- the service is almost too much for me. Where like, uh, yeah, it's I mean, uncomfortable. It, it's a wee bit. A, a guy, a, your 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 server will come over. Mate, they comb the table in between courses and all to remove any form of crumb that may have fallen. And I mean, like, they say one crumb. We have a wee special table comb. I've never seen this before. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a pocket for the (laughs) fucking wee bits, right? So they do all that. It's very, like, it's hard to explain it, but it's literally, like, you know... There, there's a fucking sommelier and all fucking wine guy comes over, which is like I'm just not, I'm not used to that. Like, we, I don't like it. I I don't love it, right? I'm sort of there's a bit where it's a wee bit too much. Do you know like somebody come over with your food, come over, take a drink order, take the order, bring the food, bye, right? Let us have a conversation. This is there's there, a, there's a, listening in. There's you a, aren't aware. There's a few there's a few too many interruptions, right? But they're. They're not doing it to be dicks. No, They're doing it because that's the style that's of the place, job. right? But so so there was this. We're, we're we're having a couple of drinks, right? Now, my my go to drink used to be whiskey and coke, but I can't drink whiskey anymore because I ruined it for myself. That's a whole other story. Anyway, <laughs> I ruined it. Um. So now, what I will do is maybe try and get like a wee cocktail on the go, right? Now on the first on the first night we were down there. On the first night we were down there, we just had a few cocktails at the bar. I was trying all different ones. I had I had maybe three or four, right? And it was quite leathery, right? <laughs> I, I like I can't hold drink now at all. I was feeling a wee bit tipsy during the second one. Had two more and was like properly like <laughs> right. Getting small. <laughs> right. So we we'll had to I had to go to bed, right? And then um so the drinks I'd had that day. The, the a complete array of cocktails, right? So there was, there was almost like a wee uh, a, a a twist on a margarita, right? And it came out in like a wee tumbler with a big fucking ice cube in it, right? And then we had this Charlie Chaplin one, which came out in like a like a wee sort of what would you describe it as? If if uh like imagine imagine um you know. Imagine Julian Simmons was a, a cocktail glass, right? Just like it's a wee sort of. It was just, it was a wee. The glass itself was sitting like that. <laughs> just a wee bit of drink there, right? <laughs> it was a wee sip, wee sip, wee right? Shot. And uh, and then they uh, it was a wee sassy one, right? And then the last one that I had was called Sweet Punch, right? And it was like a vodka one. Which I wouldn't normally go for because vodka back in the day used to give me a rage, right? And uh, like, like a and a paranoia of like paranoid rage of like, you know, I'd order the drink and then the guy would give me it and I go, "Would you do this?" <laughs> right? And I have another one. I'm like, I don't like you. Right? Anyway, so it came in like a normal what what 
it came in a fairly normal straight up and down glass but with all like bits chipped out of it and it was a wee bit right and i'm aware by the way that i'm a unit drinking these you know drinks that you'd usually be giving <laughs> the ladies who launch right <laughs> but we're having our dinner it's all been lovely there was foie gras on the go which i've never had before i wouldn't have again it, it was part of my main like with a steak do you know what I didn't like? I, I know when I'm eating it that it's like a force. They get a goose and they force feed it, right? So it becomes fat and then it's the liver of the goose. And I'm going, I actually said to Chloe, I went, I'm probably going to ask for it without that. And she goes, just get it. You've never tried it. Try it. And I'm like, I'm aware that it's cruel. And she's like, get it, right? So I'm like, okay. I'm making her sound evil. Or she was just like, just try it. I'll try a bit. Do you know what it tasted like, mate? Do you ever, do you ever cook eggs in the pan, scrambled eggs, and maybe you take your eye off it for a minute, and it's sort of over. You get that real dirty, crispy egg flavor. I don't mind it. It's weird. It's that taste, but with like a buttery vibe, and then all. It's like if you put that in toast, but then texture. It, it it was like it, it was like a what I imagine a, a cold wet dick to be like right it was it was weird right uh, it just wasn't for me cold <laughs> wet <that was> <laughs> <laughs> just the wee I was it, you know what it was like do you ever do you ever get like do you ever uh, maybe cough or sneeze and then five minutes later the wind blows and there's a cold snatter on your hand <laughs> it was that texturally right and I was like that's fucking grim and uh, so anyway. I, I've ordered a couple of drinks. Chloe's Chloe's getting bit into a bottle of wine from the fucking sommelier. There was a terrifying moment, by the way, when the guy said, what wine would you like? And Chloe went, you choose. And I'm going, no love, you choose. Because if he comes over here with a 500-pound bottle of wine, everyone dies, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like... Someone's getting stroked. Yeah, to be fair, he didn't stroke us too bad. It wasn't that bad. Like, But like some of the... Because like, they sell... Shit like that. Yeah, it ranges that. from like twenty pound bottle of wine up to like fucking few hundred pound. And I'm going, I hope I hope he's picked a twenty, oh. right? And uh, he picked a fifty. I can't, but anyway, right? And and then the always going the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then because the sell as well, the sell whiskey. It's four hundred and fifty quid a shot. And I'm going, what is that though? I th- th- do you know what though? This is probably like the boxing thing again. When I go, it won't be that different. It's pro- it probably tastes like God's tears or something. Anyway, right? <laughs> I uh, I ordered a couple. I, so I had had one of those sweet punch ones, right? And I was probably only going to have the one. Then Chloe goes, get another one. I have all this wine. I went, right? So I ordered another one. And then the guy who came to serve that hadn't served us at all that night. And he came over, mate, and he just absolutely fucking... Our, our other waiter was over doing the wee table comb thing and all, right? And he comes over and he goes, a sweet punch for madam, Right? <laughs> And Chloe just goes, says, right? And I went, I just have to be like. <laughs> and our waiter is, I know he's trying not to laugh. He loved it. Like, he loved it. And I just went, Madam, thanks you. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, and he just, and so he goes, a sweet punch for Madam. And then when he realized it was mine, he went, or a sir. And I was like, fuck yourself. You know what? You've, how do you like your husband cook, Chloe? Is it off at the knees? I was like, oh, mate, he absolutely fucking ruined me. I was just sitting there going, what do you say that? I don't say that. I, I want to leave us. Okay. <laughs> Take us foie gras back. Give me, <laughs> give me an order. Fuck off. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then like the next night we went, we went to the other wee place, the other restaurant. 
and it was fucking unbelievable. Like, uh, like I, I, you ever just like, I've done some that shoulder anyway. Uh, it was, I, I had um, yeah, you get weird stuff in it as well. Uh, Chloe had like, what does she have first starter? She definitely, she had like a sweet crabby type thing. I'm trying to remember what I had. I definitely had a weird wee starter the second night. Oh no, then that was the first night. The first night I had a weird wee starter comes with all like, you know, foams and all. I don't even. Don't I don't. I don't really get it. It all tastes a bit like fish. Do you know what I mean? You're like, this is a, a haddock foam. This is a fucking. I'm going. Just do it here. Do us a fucking chip with it, will you? Do me something. Do us a wee. <laughs> is there a fucking bun in here? Is it? <laughs> um, and they took away all oh, mate, There's always so many wee moments in there. So they serve you like uh, after they take your order, and it's gonna be ten fifteen minutes for the starter. You know, they bring you over a wee a wee bread basket of all different wee rolls and all right, uh, all made by chef, right? And you're like, all right. And then he fucking took it away at one point. And as a fat guy, I'm sitting there going, man, I might get bit in the R1M rolls in between courses here. You're just fucking taking your life in your hands. He didn't even say anything. He just came over and lifted it. I'm like, why? Sweet punch from Adam and fucking bread for the bin, is it, you cunt? Um, what a place, though. I love it down there. Did you ever be down that way in Kerry? But it's oh, a mate. place that we've... Because we, we went to Westport, Galway... Oh, yeah. All this carry on. And Westport's Kai over. Carrie's one of the ones we've got on the... On the list. On the list, like... We went to see that... Uh, went to the cinema in Killarney the other night. Went to see the new Scorsese. Killers of the Flower Moon. It's good. It's fucking long, dude. It, it, uh, heard it's three hours in, long, is it? Walking in the cinema, it's starting at quarter past seven, and it says finish time, 10.43 or something. I was like... A quarter to a quarter to eleven, Martin. You booked the hotel, a nice hotel for you and Chloe to spend half your time, half in, the time. Fucking, <laughs> in the fucking cinema. Mate, the it, cinema. Was, it was fucking Fuck freezing you. as well in the cinema. I got, I have, I actually need, I have vouchers for that avenue cinema, Castle Court. That's good. I got from birthday, so I'm gonna use them to watch that show. Well, fuck, mate, you, might, you, you might as well because it's fucking three hours. You might as well use a voucher. We went that. Me and Derby went and watched. The Irishman, that's a very long one. Yeah, it is. Oh, his last one, aye. We went to Yorkgate and an hour and 28 minutes or so, and then I just went, what time is it? And she was like, it's only halfway through now. I'm fancy a pain. And we just split. See what you do. And wipe the other half on the fire stick. See what you do. See when you do that. See when you leave the cinema early, there's, not the, there's such a great feeling of going... I've I'm I've I've made time that I thought I'd already <laughs> lost. You have a sec- I went to see um like- I walked out of that bollocks that Sweeney Todd, that fucking Johnny Depp singing the barber thing. <laughs> fucking balls. And it was like I'd gone with like a lot of people that night. There was like ten of us went. And like uh, I looked down and this guy I was I did I tell that story earlier? I about the guy did I tell that on the pod or was it off the pod when I was in I know I'm having a, a, a an outbreak here of some kind. <laughs> uh, about the guy that I met in St. George's Market that I thought I knew. Uh, I told that off it. In St. George's Market last night, this guy comes over and goes, Kieran, and I went, fuck me, mate. Haven't seen... Hugged him, hugged him. <laughs> and he goes, can I get a photo? And I went, you're not that guy I thought you were. I thought it was the guy I was in a band with years ago. I mean, he looked, exact, he looked exactly like him. And I went... And I actually said to him, I, I thought I hadn't seen you in years. And now I realise I still haven't. Um, 
which was metal. But uh, so I totally got over emotional with this guy. But that guy who I thought he was, I remember like looking down the row of people I was with, and he was like second from the end there, and I was like the end up here. And I, I look down, and he looks up, and I go, right? I whip the phone out. Dude, we text and go, is his balls in it? And he was like, ah. And I, and I said, <laughs> fancy a pint. And he goes, ah. And we we get up. Nobody else and everybody else is looking at us going. And we get up, and we were in the Odyssey, and we went to that. Do you remember that bar, Rockies? That fucking oh, a weird sports bar sports thing? Like yeah, thing. we went in there, mate. And by the time I... We were only about half an hour into it. It was fucking shite. And it was like two hours long or whatever. By the time other people came out and were like, we'll go for a pie, me and him were like, we'll go for a fucking Chinese or a dance. Do you want a dance or a Chinese? Two of us absolutely wrecked. I loved that. Like, he was he was a brilliant cinema guy to go with because he, uh, I remember when we were at uni, me and him used to, um, mate, he took a pizza in the cinema one day. I loved it. This guy was skinny. But ate like a fucking horse, right? And I, I used to, I used to appreciate that about him, like. But he would, he would, because he would do fat boy things, though, like take a pizza in the cinema. So like he did that, or he used to take, uh, he used to take drinking with him and order like a coke and slug a load of it, and then fucking vodka his coke like, and he's fucking just singing wrecked in the middle of it. Two fifty on Tuesdays. We went in or we went what's that high stage film? I don't even know what it's called. It was just fucking weird. But some fella came in on his own, full scale fucking Indian. He was an Indian guy, like, but mm. he came in and you want to smell the fucking. It was making me hungry. I was like, fuck. And I was eating these wee hot nuts. And I was like, fuck. And he just sat down the end of the row by himself. No one by himself came to the center by himself and just sat <laughs> eating an Indian with a fucking, like, a wee plastic fork. A wee plastic knife. Oh, just, what? Like, what the fuck? That's a good idea. Like, uh, it wasn't like. You have, like, a wife, kids all in the house going mad and they're just like, I ain't gonna go to work here, I ain't gonna go do something and he's probably just, he probably could be a taxi yeah. man. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna, yeah, gonna go do a shift here. He's gonna do a take in the next that's time. That's a good wee relaxing time. Aye. You just do, like, that's doing the dirt on your missus without telling her doing the dirt. Like, that, that, that's a good, uh, that's like, oh, when I was like, oh, dear, I'd like to fucking go and spar here at uh, half eight the night. Fuck, who fucks bars at half eight? I know, I know, it's a nightmare. But, <laughs> I'm fighting, this cinema. I'm fighting this guy's name is Martin Scorsese. Oh, <laughs> Scorsese, I just yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I'm a stupid cunt. I would trip myself up. I'd be like, oh, do I really want? <laughs> what? Fuck, oh, I was going to say something. That's all right. Uh, yeah. We need to go and watch this film. Yeah. I would, I would be daft because I'd, I'd come home and there'd just be like half an onion badgy on me. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to love that. Uh, I used to love that. What do you call it? Um, Go, uh, the Smuggle King now that is something I've done a lot like where you, you would go to the, it's good in your kit you go, you go to Burger King smuggle smuggle that in with you into the cinema it's a great time uh, you know I or else the burger hanging your pocket into the what they call it chips into the what they call it as well into the into the pound land just fucking go in fuck, fuck pen six uh, quid for your M&M's uh, I hate that well, no, I know not eat nothing a big bag full of fucking <laughs> nonsense. I, 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 I get her bring this fucking her handbag. She doesn't use a handbag. Like Sean, I think bring a handbag. Standing in with a fucking SAS organ on your back, just fucking <laughs> filled with mawams. Like I used to <laughs> love. <laughs> tap. I used to love that fucking. Uh, I still I used to love going to Little, and uh, I haven't been in in a while because I'm not I'm not allowed. Like I'm not allowed in there. <laughs> 
see, see the they do bags of like wee fake Snickers oh. and bags of wee fake Mars bars, mate. In my mom's house, there used to be a wee a wee tin, and every now and again she would just stock that up, fake bounties and all. Oh, mate, I what like I'm not allowed. I am not allowed it. It was my class. House, my man's bad now. We weren't really bad, but my, fuck my man's house was ridiculous now. Got this stage, even like with sweets and juice and chocolate and fucking, we've all moved out. Most of us yeah. do, but it's ridiculous. Like when I bring my channel, it's just sweetie Santa. Yeah. I'd be fucking having a, if, it was, if I was a kid. I don't know what but it's like they go, they go fucking happy. Got this stage, my older brother, Liam, he moved back. I moved back. Sneed, my other sister, we all were all in the house at one stage. And the fucking sweets were going, I guess, chocolate was going, I guess, man. I was like, what the fuck? So <laughs> I got these days where <laughs> my brother was stoned out, right? And he was around his mate's house and he was on his stone. He's like, sure, I'm going to be cut a tea. We've run a toast, a couple of biscuits, man, man. I was like, let's go. When he made the he stuck the kettle on, no, stuck the toast on. I put a round of toast on, opened the cupboard, there was always, always bars of chocolate in our cupboards for a cup of tea, and there was none. I was like, there's no fucking, there's no chocolate here uh. he's like no way there has to be chocolate and he was chatting to the door he's like no way there's no chocolate I was like fuck me you must have had all learning and he was like I fucking haven't had anything so I was going it's strange there's no chocolate mm. so our lame went no what fuck it's done there he's like I don't want toast and tea and there's, there's no chocolate I want toast and tea so I just had the toast hey well I'm going to make myself pull this here <laughs> Pulls out a bowl of fucking crunchy nut, Kellogg's <laughs> crunchy nut. We bowl get some milk, and I go, like that. <laughs> and a full bag of fucking Snickers and Mars bars, and things falls out. Falls out. My mouth kill me for saying this, by the way. Who's like, yes, we bowl like fucking Curly's bag, falls out full of fucking chocolate. Oh, and he goes, shot, stick a cat on the furnace. My mouth stashed the chocolate because it was all getting that. Because we had all moved back there, yeah. Oh, so my sister moved back, Liam moved back, I moved back. Everyone was back in the house and the chocolate was going my back and fed up bad chocolate we were all eating. <laughs> she fucking stashed all the good chocolate in the fucking the continent box because no one was eating cereal. <laughs> and Arlene and the cereal they, they go and eat it one day because he was stoned out. Fuck me. Oh, and then she, she came home from bingo at night. We were all sitting there. I was like, you're a fucking whale. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, you fucking had all the chocolate. She's like, I never had any of me. Oh, man. You had the fucking chocolate <laughs> in a cornflakes box or something in the kitchen. She was like, what are you all about? And then she started getting all the fats out and she was scundered. And I was like, you fucking had all the chocolate in the cornflakes box. She was like, no, I didn't. And then she started getting all scundered. I was like, you fucking did. We found it. We know you done it. She was like, shut up. <laughs> she was like, you're yeah. all greedy bastards. <laughs> you, you know what it gets to <laughs> shut up stage. <laughs> Don't you see me, hey, keep you so greedy bastards in me. I can't help and leave it. She's she still the stage, she can't stick about it. She's like, when there's no chocolate, I go, oh, I'll check a cornflakes box. I go, you better shut up. Fucking <laughs> 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 Oh, fuck oh, my man's a match podcast. I wasn't told that story. Shut uh-huh. up, my fucking. <laughs> clip this, clip this, December, lads. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Mate, listen, uh, thanks very much for coming in. When's your, when's your fight? 2nd of December. Epic. SS Arena. Unbelievable. Um, that's going to be fucking great. Um, well, good luck with the fight. Cheers and uh, thanks for coming in. It's been fucking class. Magic. Cheers. Cheers, lad. See Magic. you soon. And we'll, uh, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. Peace. Oh, no.